game begin. Hey, Dagum Nerds fans, welcome to another episode of Dagum Nerds. Tonight, I'm joined by Brett and Kevin. We are going to be tackling sequels and no sequel. So basically talking what's a movie that was made before the year 2000 that we absolutely want to have a sequel for, and then one movie that we say, no, never make a sequel to this thing. Because so, it's so precious. Right. Don't do it. What, how, can you, how can you improve upon perfection? Right? Yes. So stay tuned. All right. So first off, we each are going to go around and we're going to name two movies that we think deserve a sequel that was made before the year 2000. So we're giving our, we're giving our ourselves a 22 year in the, in the past limit. Um, so this, this was Kevin's idea. So, about. so are we going to go one at a time or do you want us to name both in one shot? I do one at a time. Let's do round Robin style. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So this, this was your, this was your shindig, your, your idea, Kevin. So why don't you lead us off? Bring it on. So I have a few, a, a lot actually. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's why I was that your I would, idea. That I would like sequels <laughs> for, but I'm trying to narrow it down to my top two. And one that sort of that's still standing out that surprised me when I first thought of it was Spaceballs. <laughs> really? Yeah. Huh. And, and I mean, I guess it was open ended enough that I mean, you could take those characters and do a sequel. And do a sequel. Well, and just been the prequels have been released since then. The neutrally has been released since then. Oh, I feel like that would be such a Mel Brooks thing to call it like the sequel prequels or the something. The sequel prequels. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or just the qual. <laughs> Space quals. <laughs> But yeah, so Spaceballs independently is amazing. Oh yeah, amazing. absolutely. Um, I am your father's brother's, brother's former, former roommate. <laughs> Yogurt. Now, the, I will say that's a movie that I saw the TV version. Ah, yes. And then had a rude awakening when I watched mm-hmm. it on DVD. My parents took me, well my dad took me to that in theaters. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't think he knew what it was. <laughs> what have I done? But who knew that? Like no one knew that back in the 80s anyway. No, uh, and I mean, oh, I I'm not enough of a Mel Brooks fan to know this. Sure, my dad is a my dad is. Was that like midway through his career? Like uh, I wouldn't what, say. What did he done before Spaceballs? Because Men in Tights was in the early '90s. I feel like Spaceballs had to be late '80s. He, he's done probably the producers by then. Okay, so so maybe like Let he's gaining momentum, but he's not quite no, like. He's, well, he's oh, been he would have he would have done Blazing Saddles. Oh, we yeah, have blazing saddles. saddles. Yes. Here we we don't need no stinking badges. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, okay, I'm, we would have known that. But yeah, space, you, you've seen Spaceballs, right, Brett? I've only seen portions. Portions? Uh, I've okay. not seen the whole thing. Wait, so you've not seen, I'm a mog, a man and a dog. Okay. I'm my own best friend. <laughs> I have not heard that part, no. <laughs> well, it's, it's, John, it's John Candy, and you know he's the Chewbacca equivalent. Right. And so, yeah, I'm a mog, man and a dog. Oh, so my, what has he done? So friend. he was... So these are, what, are these actor parts or are these? Yeah, you got to so, get directed. Yeah, I got to get past. Get past, past red. So wait, so so what parts do you remember while Kevin's looking up that list? Uh, there was the exchange between the uh, captain or admiral with the uh, little technician at the desk where they were talking about the technician's name. I don't want to say the name here on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to yeah, say the name. But he's a major. Yep. Yeah. He's a major. Yeah. <laughs> So that's right. It was that. Uh, Did you see the ludicrous speed? Is lu- no, I don't think I have. Okay, so that that's one of the things where, like, you know, in Star Wars, you go into hyperspace, right? And so in this one, they go, "All right, not hyperspeed. Go to 
ludicrous <laughs> speed. speed. And it's in plaid. And then it's a star trail. Like, it's just a plaid trail. <laughs> They're going plaid. <laughs> so he did the produce. So some of the big highlights, producers before. Okay. Blazing Saddles, Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein. Yeah. Oh, wow. Silent movie, History of the World Part One. Okay. <laughs> and so he's, but he's only directed, according to IMDb, three movies after. Okay, which was Spaceballs. which was huh. Robin Hood Men in Tights. Life Stinks. Oh, I'm not, I don't know. And, and Dracula Dead and Loving It. Okay. I've heard, heard of that, that one. I haven't heard of that one either. I didn't know about Life Stinks though. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well yeah, But what a sequel. Yeah, choice. so so what would you want to see in the sequel? What would you want to see? More of the same. <laughs> <laughs> More of the same, but also like he had such a fun spin on the original characters. I would love to see what he would do. Like with prequels like, or sequel characters, yeah, and making fun of special effects, and like, I could see like a character walking around in like a motion capture suit, like that's his character. Like, we'll fill him in later. <laughs> we'll fill him in later. <laughs> he's just got the motion capture Cap balls on him. Yeah, and he's like sort of just talking. Like, we'll fix his voiceover in post. And he's just like some random guy with a cigarette, like with a bad cough. Or like he keeps changing personas because I'm like, they're not going to use me anyway. Right. Or it's a different person every scene. Because right. it's just yeah. a different oh, a different person man. in the motion capture suit. That's a brilliant idea. Yeah. Um, he's just called the question or like the, the fill-in. Yeah. <laughs> just put him there. Just put him there. Um, yes. Yeah, so I, so I think that would be fun. Just making fun of everything that is... Star Wars, what Star Wars tropes. has done, what Star yeah. and what Star Wars has done, and like, well, the, now the, seri- the the series of it all, like going in, like, we'll fix the loophole in a series, we'll fix the loophole in a <laughs> in series. another sequel. Well, yeah. I feel like if if there's going to be a title, it would be Spaceballs, the special edition Christmas release, second edition. <laughs> there was there were so many talks years ago. There, so in the original Spaceballs, it was Spaceballs to the search for more money. <laughs> And then there was talks of making Spaceballs 3, the search for Spaceballs 2. <laughs> wow. See, like, this has to happen. Yeah. So Spaceballs would probably, I don't, it was way up there for me because like, it's so funny and th- it never takes itself seriously and it's very cultish in, a fun, in the best ways. Do you think, you know, I, and I, I don't really know a whole lot about Mel Brooks, the man. Neither do but, I. But I, I'd be curious if just like that kind of parody movie you're not going to see much of anymore because I feel like as a comedian the your world has narrowed so much in the you can't world say of anything. PC. You can't say anything. So like uh, unless you are speaking of your culture you right. can't you, you can't, can't you can't get a Mel Brooks who can make fun of basically everything which I think is right. why yeah. he got away is it was like all right well I'll just kind of like Family Guy. Right. Family Guy gets away with it because they just make fun of, of everybody. Everything yeah. or the Simpsons. Right. So Hmm. Or, or unless you own it, like if Disney could do it to itself, but they wanted it to be good because Disney's doing it to itself. Well, I, Disney's doing that in all of their new original series. Is they're they're so self referencing, mm-hmm. which right. I'm like, wow, how crazy is that? That you can start referencing your own material with characters, because I mean, right. like, we were watching Miss Marvel, and I mean, they're talking about like, oh yeah, Thor. Am I related to Thor? And like. I remember, like, wait, that movie came out. Thor was 2011. I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, it was, it. it was just a long time ago, and so I mean, just, it wasn't long after Iron Man. I yeah, that. well, I mean, it was no. Thor was the second one, right? Because it was yeah. It was well, Iron it, Man. 2008 well, well, is when Iron Man came out. Technically, technically, Hulk is the Hulk, first one, right? The right. Hulk. Um, yeah, 2011. That's the Incredible Hulk. 
to you. <laughs> right. Excuse me. Um, banner moment for the MCU. So I, if I were to see, see a sequel. There? Bruce I, Banner. Hulk. Yeah, you saw what I did. You know what I did. Um, if I were to see a sequel to Spaceballs, yeah, I feel like you could go any sort of direction. Like, would you make a prequel as a sequel? Like, again, I almost right. feel like the title could be like Spaceballs 2, the prequel sequel. The prequel sequel, yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like that would be right on brand. Yeah. And then, I think it'd be fun, but I don't think it'll, I don't, I really don't think it'll ever happen. <laughs> well, the closest thing we've gotten to it is, is if you've ever heard of the group Studio C. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're a, a group out of, uh, is it BYU? Utah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they do a spoof on when Disney bought Star Wars, okay. <laughs> and and it was kind of like this is what it could have become. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like uh, I mean it's not nearly as crass as Mel Brooks humor, sure. obviously being BYU, but um, it, it's probably the closest thing to a prequel sequel that that we'll get. get. So we'll, check, check it out. out. It's, check it's it Studio out. C if, when Disney bought Star Wars. When Disney bought Star Wars. All right. Well, that that was a good solid. I start think that to that could be a fun one. Yeah. So yeah. I, I I would second that one. It's, it's not it's not on my my top two, but I, I would like to see a Spaceballs like two the prequel Space sequel. Yeah, prequel sequel. Yeah. All right, so yeah. Brett, if you had a top two movies that you feel like deserve a sequel from two thousand or before, yeah, mm-hmm. I so I really love the movie Three Amigos. Yes, you I do. Want to see, <laughs> yes, you yeah, do. I want to see a sequel to the Three Amigos. Oh, that's yeah. a good pick, I, man. I and having, all of them are still alive, if I'm correct, right? Uh, all of their Chevy still, Chase is still alive, right? Yes, I think yeah. still awake. Fun fact: that was Steve Hartman's first film. You guys know who Steve Hartman? I don't. Yeah, you don't know well, who Steve Hartman is? I no, no. Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman. Oh, Phil Hartman. I'm sorry, my bad. <gasps> still don't know. Phil Hartman. Is that the director? Really? No. Or no? Wait, he's an Phil actor. Hartman? Who's Phil Hartman? Who's Phil Hartman? Look. Okay, well, just name you, his character, and I'll know him. Uh, he's big in SNL. I don't. Uh, he's probably. Like, gosh. Wait, I mean, is he's he El Guapo? Like, what is he? What is he in the movie? He says uh, he's in the very beginning, and he works for the studio. And it's like he has like right. two lines. He's like, "Take the amigos' clothes." That might be his only line. <laughs> yeah, okay. in the whole like movie. the manager oh, guy, okay. like the there. studio rep. He literally is the catalyst. That starts them on their journey of True. desperation yeah. into Mexico. True. Yeah, to go <laughs> their be journey the of amigos. becoming infamous. Yeah, so famous, famous. that they're, they're infamous. infamous. <laughs> it's a sweater. <laughs> oh god! The, oh. So many quotable lines from that movie. Uh, but the bat. Well, okay. While we absolutely must see a see a. A sequel, which we can talk about what we'd want to see. Would you call it four amigos? <laughs> or <laughs> three and a half amigos? Um, what what are your favorite moments from three amigos? Oh golly. Almost the singing like, bush is amazing. The uh, singing bush, bush, the bush invisible is sword is the whole yes. sequence. Oh, the, man. the singing bush and the invisible sword. And, and then there's a Look up here! Look up here! Look up here! Look up here! <laughs> oh, my family still does that if we're ever trying to get someone to look in a certain direction. Yeah. There's the. Uh... So funnily, how do you know what kind of plane it is? Oh my gosh! Oh, I didn't. Geez. I did not get that joke until I was in college, and not and not and not for the reasons you think. I didn't get it because I know like the the biggest absent part of my man card is like I know nothing about cars or planes or trains. <laughs> oh, so okay. so for me. I didn't quite get the nuance. I took it very literal. I'm like, oh, maybe a male plane had two ball bearings on the yeah. bottom, and that was an identifier. <laughs> and then it wasn't until I was in college that I was like, wait a second. 
I'm overthinking this. Let me dial back the intelligence factor to a 12-year-old. Oh, oh. the little balls. <laughs> so, yes. The Buttercup song's great. Oh, Dear little buttercup. Well, well, that song is great because of the comedic setup. Yes, right, before right, it. absolutely. Yeah, because if it had not been established, like my agents are coming, like they're dangerous men. Yeah, like that whole scene would just feel awkward. Awkward, awkward. But right. but with that context, and they're like, they think it's that. Oh my goodness. Yep. <laughs> and the bartender goes, a smile, a smile, a smile, a smile, a smile. So yeah, I definitely would great. want. I, I don't know what it would be called. I almost don't care. As long as we just get a sequel to the three amigos. So, I would well, call it Amigos, Amigos, Amigos. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Or Trace Friends. What? So, so yeah, tra- 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 Trace Amigos? Trace Friends. Trace Friends. Uh, I mean, so where would they be? So, I mean, the ending is they, they save Antipoco. Yeah. Right. Or Sa- Santa Poco. And they they refuse the money. Um, <laughs> probably my second favorite moment is when... You know, they say goodbye to their women, and then the one guy gets like the the, the like drop dead little gorgeous Ned, yeah, yeah. little gal, Ned, yeah, yeah, little Ned gets a drop dead <laughs> gorgeous gal come and just absolutely like smosh his face or snog his face, and then they ride off into the sunset. And so I guess you could go anywhere with it. You really could, and I think that that it ought to pick up later in their career where it starts off with them living the dream that they talked about while they were mm-hmm. laying there in bed. Where one of them goes, and, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> one of them goes to the fancy hotel and lives that life, and then the one guy, little Ned, starts an orphanage for unfortunate children, and that's where the movie picks up. Yeah, and then they actually their adventure doesn't take them to Mexico, it takes them to Spain. That way, you have a little bit of a different huh, location, but it's still in Spanish speaking country. Okay, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, or if it's a crazy and they go to like Puerto Rico, where that's mostly English speaking, and or like, Puerto Rico, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, so mm-hmm. well, well, what I think would be hilarious is it actually picks up like exactly where the first movie left off. Yeah, but but it doesn't necessarily the events follow, but like it picks up directly after they 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 rode off, and then just one of them goes like. So now what? So where are we going? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and then you know, you know, it'll say like twenty years later. So yeah, because um, I mean, both the, all three of them are pretty old now. So oh, yeah, for that, sure. that's the one thing about this. And you can say what you want about <laughs> de aging technology and whatnot. It's still not huh. the same. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so I would almost either want them to do just what you said, huh. where it's now in modern day, twenty twenty two, or they recast them completely. Now, obviously, you would want someone to come in like a Steve Martin or all the mm-hmm. original Three Amigos, maybe to pass the baton to the next Three Amigos. Maybe that's the way it should go. Well, actually, I don't know. wait a minute, because if they were doing silent era films, but they're post that, is there ever a date given? But I get like I guess technically it's, this it's would Im- be like it's implied like the this is the, like the fifties. Silent films, silent films. Well, well, but 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 I mean, it's clear that they're like way past their prime. So, like, if they were shooting silence, and now it's like past their prime. So, yeah, what is the timeline for Three Amigos? Is it like late thirties? Probably the thirties. Yeah, late thirties, yeah. early forties. Right, because because Little Ned goes to war was World War One. Right. Uh, wow. Okay, so it couldn't <clears throat> be modern times. They would be long dead. Uh, well, okay, <laughs> it so can't be twenty twenty two. More modern times, huh? Um, well, so you almost have to think they have to be somewhere where there's not going to be a cultural context, because if mm. if it is how much older they would be now, so you're going, you know, thirty ish years later, yeah. then that would put them in the sixties, 
Yep. So you don't want them in America or England because right. then it's going to be, you know, disco flower child. Like, so, so or, or do you reverse it and have like three kids from the town of Santa Poco that grew up with the legends of the three amigos come to America? To find oh. their heroes. To find their heroes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like on some sort of like spiritual pilgrimage. And yeah. And just like. <laughs> and it would be the like. The, and it would be like in the 60s or 70s or whatever. Yeah. Or they have to go on a search to find each of them. And each of them, to Brett's point, is living out their dream. Right. Yep. So like to find little Ned, they go to the orphanage. Yeah. To, okay. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. But, but the potential is there regardless yeah. of how you do it. So that's what I want to see. That'd be a fun one. Sequel to the Three Amigos. Trace Friends. <laughs> Trace <laughs> Friends. Trace Friends. <laughs> it seems we got a catchy oh, title. I like yeah. that. Yeah. What All about right. you? So I'm going to go a completely different direction. All comedy oh. so far. Um, I want to see a sequel to Princess Mononoke. Which, which I've never seen. You have not? Okay. I've so, not. I'm sorry. I'm so, in your boat. I, yeah. I've never really cared well, to see it. Well, this is going to be a fantastic discussion. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, it's a Miyazaki animation. Which and, I knew. I knew that. This one, so this one just made the cut. Uh, this one, depending on how you, you skew it, if it was the Japan release, it was 97. The US release was 99. So I just okay. hit the cut off of before 2000. Perfect. Um, but it's it's definitely a more serious Miyazaki. So do not expect Totoro watching this one. <laughs> I mean, you, you have arms get dismembered by arrows. Mm, so I mean, th- this one is a little bit more mature. Yeah. Uh, but what I like about this one is you still have that fancifulness that I feel Miyazaki films do the best of, all right, you have this almost Ronin kind of style with the really hardcore, there's some action and some gore, not going to lie. Right. But then you still have this like whimsical, there's forest sprites and there's the spirit of Mm -hmm. the forest. But then kind of in a classic Miyazaki, there's this industrial versus the natural. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it ends with kind of like the world is in this chaos then there's this equilibrium that's reestablished, but the character that you follow is like an apprentice swordsman. Hmm. And then toward the end gets closer to becoming like a master. And I would love to see like the, the story that they fix is a very localized story. Yeah. Um, Hmm. It's like, it's the saving of a town, a region, but there's so much opportunity for, all right. So now that he has this skill and now that he's uh, allied with princess Mononoke, who's this, warrior princess who rides this giant white wolf just Mm -hmm. really cool visual um i would love to then see that expand to all right you won this battle but now what is the war that you have to win yeah because there's all these spirits and they they help calm this one particular forest spirit but i would love and the whole idea is that the spirit was angered because of industrial stuff that was going on and it angered it um so the idea is like, okay, that was that region's, but what if there was like the world spirit or just something that's on a larger scale? Sure. Because now that he's gained these skills, it almost felt like you level up your Pokemon to level 100, beat the final gem, and then and there's, there's nothing, nothing else to do with nothing. your level 100 Pokemon. Uh, like, yeah. I, like I, I just love the world that they made. I wanted to see, all right, just up the stakes and then let them with their newfound power go and defeat that thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I know you haven't seen it. Sounds but- cool, bro. <laughs> Sweet. Good talk. Yeah. Good talk. Glad I, glad I, I made that pick, but, um, no, no but I, like, I love Miyazaki films to, to your point. I, so I've seen uh Howl's moving castle. Yes. Is mm-hmm. the only Miyazaki film I've seen all the way through. Okay. Um, like you've not even seen spirited away all the way through. No, I haven't. And okay. I've tried finding it without having to like go buy it or something like that. Doesn't your brother own it? So, yeah. Does he? 
I'm pretty sure I'd that. imagine that you I owned it. it. Yeah. I need to talk to you so and my brothers brother. owns it. <laughs> yeah, there you could go. Could be both. Yeah. And so, uh, but I remember watching that video and thinking that this is a completely new way of storytelling. Like the story mm. structure is just different and, yep. and a lot of, a ton of visualization. I really appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I caught myself the next day, the next week thinking about that film and realizing, man, this guy's got some storytelling talent, not just thematically, but in almost every way. So already, if you're saying that that needs a sequel, then I probably need to start seeing a little more Miyazaki. Uh, listen, <laughs> I can tell you where we can stream it tomorrow. Bam. You can tell him tomorrow or you can tell him now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to wait. I'm gonna All wait right, fine. I'll okay. have some patience. But no, I um, I actually have this like. I think it's a legit DVD, but it's got just enough like lack Question of production marks? value that it could be a bootleg collection. <laughs> it's probably bootleg. But it's it's the Miyazaki collection, and it's like sixteen different films. Whoa! And there's four on each disc, which is why I'm like, I it's feel like this is a bootleg. <laughs> it's a bootleg. <laughs> but, right. But, but it's... like, it's one of those. It's hard to tell because there's just enough graphic design on the cover and the individual discs that you're like, maybe this is legit. Does that make but, your conscience clear? Like, yeah. it's just enough. It's not bootleg. Yeah. I mean, I bought it during college, and I got it for like ten. Yeah, it's so, like yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny. I can neither confirm nor deny. But I paid real dollars for it. <laughs> I see. I did pay for it. Yeah. All right. So that that at least helps me sleep at night, yeah, Kevin. That's what sure. helps me sleep at night. That's good. That's good. All right. So that was that was first round. All right. So so Kevin, now you got to narrow it down. So if you had to pick another movie that demands a sequel, what would it be? The Princess Bride. Are a you sequel? Ki- a sequel? Yeah. Okay, you're gonna have to defend this one. So why a sequel? Is this is this the Dread Pirate Roberts? Thing yeah, it's the Dread Pirate off? Roberts deal. So is that a sequel? That's though? a spinoff. Is, that, is, that yeah, is it a is spinoff? That, is that a spinoff? Well, How's it a okay, spinoff? Okay, How's it a okay. spinoff? So if you're gonna focus on the Dread Pirate Roberts, which is what the first movie does. No, mm, it focuses on Wesley. Um, and who is Prince? That that's only a portion. A who small is? portion of who his is? story. Who he, is he? He becomes that halfway. Uh, a third of the way through, but the story's about Buttercup and Wesley. It is, but, but Wesley become is Dread Pirate Roberts. So she okay, just tells okay. the story. Oh, okay, okay. Then are you talking about you'd want to see a, uh, something where Wesley is on the ship being Dread Pirate Roberts at the time? Basically, like a he hands prequel? the mantle off to someone? Well, he does hand the mantle off to someone in, the, in Princess oh, Bride. Okay, yeah. Well, right. Well, he suggests we don't know for certain. <laughs> he does. Um, I would like to think so, yeah. personally. Um, it, Huh. Interesting, because I would see a stronger storytelling medium of that being a, a series, a mini series, for sure. But is that? <sighs> but you could also—that is one of those characters that you could continue on for forever and still completely have fun with it. Because oh, I think right, yeah. right. as a Un- series, I just doubt it. I just don't yeah. know as like a sequel movie to the story of Princess Bride, not to Dread Pirate Roberts. Dread Pirate Roberts is not the protagonist. Dread Pirate Roberts is not the focus of the story. They bring right. him every every once in a while as a side character. Basically, but which the, the, which is Wesley? But the main story. But even then, the main character is Wesley. Not who Dread is Pirate. who is? He has the mantle. He he plays. He has the mantle of the Dread, Dread Pirate, Pirate Roberts. It's a title. But he does. He doesn't go around gallivanting, saying, "I am the Dread Pirate Roberts." No, to, like to he, everyone he, he is. sheds that. Yeah, almost halfway. Well, and then reassumes it for the <laughs> and then re- breaking through the gate. Right. No, even then, the Dread Pirate Roberts oh, breaking through the gate is that was, Fezzik. That's yeah, that's the right. giant. That's so right. yeah. it's a it's a character, a mantle. So I, I see where you're getting at, and I agree. It needs to be made. I agree. It needs to be made. I do think. Yes. Do but, I think it, it would probably be a better series? Yes. Right. But like, how do you how do you top 
like, because what is the line like in in the history of all kisses? There's top three right. that were rated the most passionate, yeah. the most beautiful. This one left them all behind. Like, you don't improve upon that. It's like, that is the perfect classic. close. The book. that happened a long time ago. <laughs> it did. Like, the, sure. <clears throat> but, but in the like, history of when that book was written, which was a long time ago. Right. I mean, this is about a book, Kevin. I know. Why do you even it's care a, well, this it's, a, it's a fake book. Well, here, I, I think we're going off which semantics is a perfect book. here. So you just want a story that takes place there's, after I think the there's just one. so much about that world that can still get built out that's fun. Hmm. I can agree with you on and, that. I, just, right. Yep, sure can. <coughs> I, what is it? I, Frank Herbert is the the author? Like, I think it's a real book, guys. The author? Oh, I don't know. I don't like, know. Like, is it? Not like I'm pretty confident it's a real book. I saw the movie and just started quoting it. <laughs> left and right See? yeah i i Who saw the cares? movie because i had to understand what people were quoting yeah <laughs> that's why i first saw the movie i'm like i gotta understand what they're saying who right. is an ego montalia and why do i care that yeah. you killed his father and why yeah. do you have so many fingers <laughs> right okay so i will find out if the princess bride is a real book no, i'm pretty sure Fre- like frank frank herbert i want to say i could be completely huh. off or was the book written after the movie whoa uh, <laughs> crazier things have happened as long as it's not a movie novelization because those suck I don't know if I've seen that. You've, but, ne- you've never read a book that was like, uh, it happened with all the Star Wars films. Oh, yeah. I, and I, sometimes they retcon giant plot holes. It is a book. It is a book. It was published in 1973. Oh, there right? you go. Bye. Uh, Bye. No, I'm not there. William Goldman. Yeah, not even close. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Frank Herbert, whoever you are, I'm sure you accomplished a lot in your life. Wait, where's my sorry, royalties? I that to you. Where's my royalties? <laughs> Is he an author? He's probably not even an author. I don't know. Like I'm Frank Herbert, the famous basketball player. <laughs> yeah, really. Okay, so I did find. So this is these are six major differences between the book and the movie. Oh wow! Um, Buttercup's parents are actual characters in the book, instead of being an orphan. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, Frank Herbert. The book by ha- the way, yeah. was an author of Dune. Of Dune. Oh, not, not even that's, close. Yeah. <laughs> totally different. Yeah, you know genre. how Dune and you know Princess Bride shared. <laughs> They're both movies. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the, there's no shrieking eels in the book. Oh. Indigo puts up a better fight in the book when it's between him and Wesley. Hmm. I mean, he already put up a pretty good fight. I mean, did he though? The movie cut a significant amount of flashbacks that are in the book. Thank you. Hmm. Good screenplay cho- choice. But, yeah. And the book is intentionally missing the reunion scene between um, Wesley and Buttercup. The reunion scene. As you wish. Oh. The book cut that? Yeah, it's not in the book. Or, yeah. let me friend, the movie added that is what it really was. Huh. And, and, and it says that Indigo's and Fezzik's search for Wesley is much better on screen than it is in the book. Huh. According to this person, I'm not saying that. This Who? is from an author on CinemaBlend.com. If anyone is listening, he is looking at an article. On, from CinemaBlend. So take it with a grain of salt. And this yep. is another one from IndieWire that talks about he all ke- the things. He keeps on reading the list. I don't, I don't think it means what he thinks it means. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well. <laughs> what, what, what would you like to see, Kevin, in this sequel? The, the Dread Pirate Roberts series. Let's I just think Dread that, that it takes fantasy in a different direction than most any other. Like, there's a realness and a fan. Like, the, the rats... The giants, the the mocking wizards with like the chocolate pills, like. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it it's, it's almost just... like it had one foot in Mel Brooks, yes. and then another foot in like Beauty and the Beast. Yep. Like it, it, yep. and it, and it somehow managed to toe that line, right, and and keep that balance. 
I think that might be part of why it was such a success was because it did it so beautifully. Because so many movies have tried doing that and it's either gone too far towards the comedy, like, say, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah. Um, but that was always intended to be. It was always intended to be that way. Right. Yeah. Well, well, so is Princess Bride, to be a quite comedy? honest. I mean, or, or is it? Is it a... It's a bit of a comedy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but it... But I it, mean... Because the movie be doesn't... I'm curious how it's classified. Like, like is it a... Oof, that's is hard. Is it a... That's what fantasy said. that is comedic or is it a comedy but, uh, that uses fantasy as its vehicle? Like it says at the very beginning of the movie, it has action. It has true love. So the tags on IMDb for this film are adventure, family, fantasy, and romance. Not even not, comedy. Not even comedy Man. at all. See? Really? Because yes. it has action, romance, true love. And a family. <laughs> and a family eventually i guess um yeah i yeah i i feel torn on the sequel thing i part of me is like it, it's it's a perfect encapsulation of that time of the 80s mm-hmm. and where we're like sets were real right and yep. you could get away with that kind of fantastical thing i feel like it was in that era of like never-ending story we're like, yeah, we're going to have a swamp where horses fall in and you're going to be traumatized for life because right. you love that character. <laughs> and like, yeah, yeah. you're going to have a guy who's a revenge story with his dad and stab a guy. But like, that's going to be totally OK. And the kids are going to cheer. <laughs> so, yeah. The other thing I think that movie did really good is it sort of redefined the fourth wall. Because hmm. it's the grandpa reading the kid the book. So when you all have the question. So it's like just a self-aware that, narrator. It's just that the. the the kid talking to his grandpa, like, wait a second here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like we're all thinking it, like, but it wasn't the characters talking back out of the book. Out of the it, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, that is a different take on it. That is a different take on it. Yeah, which way I don't think we've really seen anywhere else. Really, everything else is like straight fourth wall Have, that did, I can think of. Did y'all see? Uh, I'm blanking on what it's called, but like basically, Deadpool is reading uh, is like reading the first Deadpool. To that kid, to Fred Savage, yeah, to Fred Savage as an adult, yeah, and it, it, and it, it's like the the clean version of the first Deadpool movie, yeah, got it. It's it's the it's like a holiday special, yeah, I think. like the Deadpool holiday special, okay, <laughs> and it's him retelling the first movie to Fred Savage, to, to Fred Savage, who's tied up because Deadpool really likes the Princess Bride, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's like meta on meta on meta, yeah. But all right, and there's been lots uh, of like during COVID. There's uh, what, the Princess Bride home movies where a bunch of actors they played didn't the get scenes. together, but they played the scenes mm-hmm. yeah. and they edited them together. But it's like people in their backyard with like play swords acting out scenes from the Princess mm-hmm. Bride that gets cut to another actor, which then gets cut to another actor, which then gets cut to another actor. So you have multiple actors playing the same role. They just do like one or two things and they mass it off to the next one. <laughs> wow, <laughs> sounds like a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm gonna have to let that one sit with me. I like Dread Pirate Roberts. Is, I mean that that's that's the DG that's, and that, Origins. That, we, that's we tackled a that in Dagum Nerds episode one. Yeah, pretty on much. On Disney that, Plus, that so could series. Be, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Movie. <laughs> I. Mm, I don't, it's I don't possible. It's it would be because they're older now. Because because uh, what's his name? It's something Lewis, right? Carl Hughes. Yules. Yules, yeah. I mean, he still acts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was in Saw. He's been in lots. Oh my! He's wow. been in lots of other things as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it could be like he's older now, and I mean, they just did a like original cast photo. I want to say like 
Well, I guess it was 2018 because I think they were celebrating like the like 30th anniversary. I guess that would yeah. be. Hmm. Um, and then Robin Wright, she's still she's still around and kicking, man. Hmm. All right, I'd, I'd have to see I'd have to see a script before I I would give it a blessing. <laughs> but like for me, I almost feel like that's an untouchable. Like, do not try to perfect this. Yeah. If you're gonna, I do never anything, said per- I didn't say remake it. Sequel. Yeah. Th- if you're gonna do anything, rema- uh, remaster by doing a new score because that is my only complaint with Princess Bride. Yeah. Is yeah. that eighty synth is yeah. thick. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but uh. All right, I'll I'll say uh, I, we'll push. We'll give I it a push. Be, I could become a believer. We'll give it a push. It's not it's not inconceivable. I will I will <laughs> push. All right, Brett, what's your movie number two? Uh, well, I I I probably would have said Top Gun had it not been for the recent release oh, so good. of Top good. Gun Maverick that so good. did it so much justice. But that's the topic for another time. Um, I I think I'm gonna have to say a a not very well known movie, but one that I thoroughly enjoyed when I was younger. And it's a movie called My Name is Nobody. My and Name is Nobody. It is a a co-international film. So it was a spaghetti western. I think huh. it was made by uh, Italian, German, and American filmmakers. Wow. And so there's <laughs> definitely a mix of different uh, uh, humors that are brought to this film. It was made yeah. back in 19... God, I'm looking it, it up. Like, oh. fi- yeah. My name is nobody. My name is nobody. Not, yeah, 1973. So the premise is there's an old gunslinger who is like the best, <laughs> absolutely the best, but he's, he's old. He wants to retire. But the thing is, there's this young gunslinger who's trying to be the absolute best. And he mm-hmm. keeps trying to like get an audience with this guy to have him teach him or to, something and he keeps like even trying to challenge him like no no no, i'm actually the best and the old gunslinger is like you're an idiot like how like, i can just and, and he does he, he kind of tosses him around like you you, you don't know where you about. don't know what you're talking about and they're like well at least what's your name tell me your name it's like well nobody it's like no 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 no. tell me your name like that's my name nobody and it's kind of it, it's a comedy it's a spaghetti western comedy oh wow and i think that is they it black can, and white? No, it's nope, in color. Nope, it's in okay, color. Okay, I'm looking at it now. Yep, uh, very entertaining film. It's it's not a, a blockbuster by any means. It's just a movie I really enjoyed when I was a kid, and it's just a, movie. A, a lot of the movies that I've really enjoyed have already had sequels or remakes to them already. Um, so I, I can't really list those, but that one kind of stuck so, out in my mind. So what would the sequel be? No, really, my name is nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Um, my name is maybe, <laughs> maybe, um, I don't even ne- necessarily know what I want from that sequel. All I remember is that the genre of gunslinger comedy hmm. was very unique. And I think that in a, in a world where there seems to be a lot of lack for creativity or not wanting to take a hmm. risk <laughs> that this would be a really good way of doing it. Um, uh, it's it's a it's something a little bit different, but that's been done before and been a success. Well, the, and I the tagline like, for the film is "Nobody, but nobody in quotes knows the trouble he's in." Nope. Wow. Nobody, but nobody. Well done. Mm-hmm. See, well done. Tagline. It's it's very witty. There's some slapstick. There's action. Um, there's there's heartfelt stuff in there. It's it's a. Decent I mean, does movie. it have a note of finality at the end? Like, does it lend itself to having a sequel? <sighs> Like, does he uh, actually retire again, right after the like sunset? The, uh, well, I I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, uh, but for I think I th- <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I think that like the three amigos, it would be enough to 
there's enough material to keep on going. The genre alone of gunslinger comedy, I think, is something to take into effect. Uh, something that was very close to this that came out recently was, um, God, it was on Netflix. It was a bunch of shorts by the um, the brothers who made Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? The Coen Brothers? Coen Brothers. Oh, okay. Wasn't it the Coen Brothers, I think, that made it? Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh, yeah. Uh, Coen Brothers. D- Wow, I'm really struggling here now. There was something on Netflix <laughs> where they had some Western shorts uh, that were. Aren't those called khakis? That's what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you talking Western about the ba- films? Are you, talking, are you talking about the Ballad of Buster? Yes, Scruggs? the Ballad okay. of Buster Scruggs. So they did something like this in several of those shorts where it was Western comedy, and I I was glued. Hmm. I was like, man, I I this should be a genre, and so. I say they should do it again. Huh, just with spur them on. My name is nobody. It, whether it's a remake <laughs> well or whether it's a sequel, I'll I'll do with a sequel. Okie doke. Yep. <laughs> well, now you know what it feels like saying a movie that no one else knows about. We're like, well, <laughs> sounds good. That's Take why. Out, guys. That's why I was trying to describe it. <laughs> Take your word for it, buddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So this is a movie that I hope at least Kevin has seen. Okay. And Fingers maybe crossed. Brett has seen. Okay. But this is a movie that I absolutely would get in line to see a sequel for. Okay. And that is Big Trouble in Little Chinatown. That dude, that movie's so good. That movie. So <laughs> so Brett, based off of your blank expression, I'm uh, assuming yeah. you've not seen it. I'm lost. But man. it is everything that's perfect about Kurt Russell as an actor. Really? So it's either Big Trouble in Little China or Overboard? Overboard's awesome. Oh, yeah. Overboard's yeah. awesome. But they did but, make but, a sequel to that. It was a remake. It was a, it was a remake. Yeah, it was a remake, a and it was not nearly as good. No. But Escape no. from LA is awesome too, and Escape from New York is awesome too. So so <laughs> this is this is absolutely meant to be almost a parody of action fantasy films. Yeah. Like, mm. like it's it, it It's made in eighty six. Eighty six. And it is ridiculous. Okay. I mean, like, there's a moment where a guy like blows up to be like a hundred times the size, and then just explodes. Yeah. I mean, what? there's, there's yeah, like, <laughs> it, uh, think of every trope in '80s fantasy, and there's at least some part of that in this movie. Wow. Um, yeah. But solid. I mean, he's like wearing a wife beater the entire time, and he's got like an AK-47 in, in scenes. Yeah. And they're like busting into. Is it San Francisco? Oh, no, yeah, little Chinatown. Yeah, yeah, so it's like San Francisco, big trouble, and there's China. like this underworld samurai mafia spiritual yep. dark lord. Need I say more wow. that they're like uncovering and they have to like battle against? And like it's just fun. It's yeah. turn your brain off, fun, but at the same time you can tell it's being self aware in the sense that it's it's making fun of this genre, and it's just it's just a fun wild ride. Um, and not to mention, roller coaster is all it is. Yeah, and, and not to mention, it's got Chewbacca on meth at the end. What? Um, there's this creature that, like, you know, spoiler alert, survives to the end. That bum, basically bum, looks bum. like if, if Chewbacca had become a meth addict. Um, <laughs> but uh, He's so, not so, wrong. Like, so, like, it even has that that prompt, that impetus for a sequel is like, oh, the creature survived. Like, what's going to happen? Because, like, they the whole thing is Kurt Russell is, like, a trucker. And so, like, they're driving off. Not into the sunset, but you know the the heroes all survived. They made it, and then yep, here it is. So and then like as the truck is driving off, seemingly like the world has been saved. You see that this creature is hitching a ride in the truck, and it's like oh, it survived. Ah. So it's 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 like 
80s fantasy trash. <laughs> for sure. But, oh, for sure. But so endearingly so. Huh. Um, I don't I, know if I would enjoy that or really like it. Well, I, I would enjoy it as long as they just treat it the exact same way. Like, don't take right. yourself seriously. D- I mean, don't make yourself Sharknado levels right. of bad. But but like don't but don't yourself- but don't not do that either. <laughs> but but if you're gonna do it, you have to own it. Yeah, but right. Like you you have to you have to be a hundred percent sold in. Like one important rule about all comedy is buy in. Yeah. Like if you do not buy into your role, then it comes across as like okay, that was just cheesy. Even yep. you didn't believe it. So anyway, I Kurt Russell's still around and kicking. Yeah. I I I think they should do a sequel to Big Trouble in Little China. That that would be. I would right, love Ke- that. I, I would absolutely love that. Sweet. I need to, I need to rewatch the movie. Yeah. Now I don't know where that one is streaming, but I you do. Can, own you it. can rent it on Prime for three ninety nine. You own it. I do own that one. Oh, good man. And uh, actually, funnily enough, within that same uh, DVD box, I also have a bootle- <laughs> a legit bootleg copy of the Star Wars Holiday Special because I feel like those two movies belong together. Do they? <laughs> they absolutely do. All right. So those are the two movies that demanded a sequel. Uh, so yeah. now switching gears. What is a movie that you would roll over in your grave if you found out that they would give it a sequel? Like, nope, that was a one and done, good as is movie. Do not touch it. Well, I don't know about roll over my grave. <laughs> That's pretty intense. That's pretty intense. There was two movies that came to mind. I'll pick the less serious one. <laughs> okay. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I mean, wait, wait, that's a good question. Is there a sequel to any Coen Brothers film? Huh. Not I, that I can recall. I mean, it would make sense. They're kind of that that film auteurs that we don't do sequels. We do yeah. we do one hit wonders. We do uh here, let me I can look at it. I do know I mean, you know, Tarantino has yeah. got Kill Bill Volume One, Kill Bill Volume Two. Right. But are they sequels? Is that a sequel or is that a continuation? Wait, what? Is it a sequel or is it two stories break into one movie? Like one movie broken into two parts. Oh, like part one, part two. Like part one, part two. That yeah. is an interesting nuance. <laughs> is a sequel? Would you, if it is a hmm? So so Toy Story two is a sequel. Yeah, that's is a sequel. sequel. But, but like, if it's a part one, part two. But like Deathly Hollows one and two. Is there would part it, two be a sequel? Is it a sequel or is it a continuation? Well, that's a discussion for another time. All right, so all right, so you said you had another one in mind, a brother where art thou, and the other one would have been Shawshank Redemption. Oh yeah, yeah. well, I mean, what would the sequel be? They're just sitting on the beach, <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> which right, is awesome. We did it. Just chilling here. We did it. Just chilling like a villain, literally. Mm, I see what you did there. Yeah, but oh, but yeah, like so, it's based off Homer's Odyssey. We all know that. Um, I don't see how that could be remade well. Like yes, Homer's Odyssey could be remade well in a different way, but the style of what the way they did it, I, it was so different in my mind that I don't think that you could do something like that well again or continue on to it. It was for me, it was a very complete film. I mean, I guess you could do the Iliad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that's not a sequel, right? That's no. not a sequel. That's, but yeah, but I'm thinking remakes or sequels in terms of my mind. Like leave that. Just let, let leave the movie alone. Don't hmm. do a sequel. Don't do a remake. Don't do a prequel. Don't do a yeah. series. Yeah. Okay. Don't do the next thing that I'm missing. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I would I would agree. Oh, oh, brother, brother art thou? And yeah, I'd say Shawshank Redemption. Are you N N N F T? Yeah. No, that one's yeah. good. All right. And so I've, 
I've got several ideas in my head. There are so many movies I remember from my childhood. I'm thinking, don't mess with this. Like, stop it right here. Uh, so I can think of several off the top of my head. Uh, one that I don't think would make much sense. Like, I could see them probably trying to do this to revive some, I don't know, just grasping at straws. Um, but I don't think they will do it. Is Fiddler on the Roof. Do not make a sequel to Fiddler on the Roof. All right, so so by sequel, we mean a sequel, not a remake. Correct. Because they were driven from their town in Russia. Spoiler. Um, they were they were driven from their town. Went to Sokovia, and they and all died. Went to... <laughs> Golly. Wow. That escalated quickly. No, but That's they, a crossover right there. <laughs> they, they relocated to a new location, but a lot of those characters we still knew and loved, mm-hmm. they were around. Mm-hmm. And they could try remaking something like that into a sequel, whether they were moving to America (laughs) or to another part of Russia. Oh, it was America. That's where they were headed. Well, a a lot of them, yes. Um, So regardless, um, I think they do not need to touch that Hmm. at all. Leave it it be. They won't because musicals don't do well. Uh, Are you sure? Yeah, nowadays musicals do not do well. The Greatest Showman... The uh, what is it? Uh, La La, La, La Land. Land. It, it's yeah. it's coming back. It's coming back. I don't. Not not something like. I mean, it's Fiddler not like, on the roof. Well, <laughs> I mean, come on. Right. Like no one's gonna touch that anyway. Yeah, another reason not to make a sequel. Because no one wants to. No there one wants go. to see it. Great. Well, then that but, means but I mean, they don't want to see the original. Well, they they remade West Side Story. They did. Which yeah. which I mean, I'll say like I, I watched with Meredith, and I mean it was okay. But at the same time, I also didn't feel like... Was know, there a lot of snapping? Oh, yeah. You have to. The Jets. Jets for life. Oh, my word. I never got the West Side Story. That's a different discussion. It, it, it's one of those you have to just remember the context of when it was made and like what, what, what boundaries they were pushing and what they were accomplishing with film at that time. Oh, sure. I mean, well, About the remake? No, 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 no. The oh, original. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, Steven Spielberg did this most recent one. I mean, there's some beautiful shots. Yeah. Um, and I will say, funnily enough, I was most mesmerized by the guy in this one. Because you look at him and you're like, okay, I kind of I kind of size you up. And then you hear him sing and you go, that voice came out of that body? Like, <laughs> like I mean, the, the girl they got to play Maria and all, you know, she was good. and all, but But like he, to me, I was like, where did you come from? Wow. Is he in anything else? Uh, I don't think you can say you don't know. Recognize. Mm. All right, um, I'm gonna look him up. Uh, but like, I was so impressed by his singing voice. But I, Fiddler on the Roof is in my top ten, and so for yeah. me, I'm like, you cannot improve upon Topal's performance. And if yeah. you can't get Topal to be in the sequel, then do not do it. The guy right. that played Tony. No, 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 I'm talking about Fiddler on the Roof. Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, 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 okay, so the guy I was talking about with the with the shockingly uh, good singing voice is Tony. In, okay, in yeah. One. Yeah, he was in, in the Insurgent series. He was in a movie called Baby Driver, which is actually a pretty decent movie. Okay. Um, I heard that, Baby that, Driver. I never saw it. And that's and that's probably where most people would know him from. That's Baby the most Driver. notable stuff. Though. Okay, cool. Hey, what, he has three projects coming up. Hmm. Um. Now, what about you? What would you want? not to be touched as a sequel. Well, I may have to switch gears here because the one that I was going to say do not make a sequel to 
was Princess Bride. Because <laughs> I think Sucka. I think the movie is just it's a perfect story in and of itself. Yes, there's a world you could build upon, but it's one of those like, guys, you nailed this one. Don't don't disturb it. Like let it just end while sit. you're ahead. Let it sit in its nice little glass box of nostalgia. Take it off the shelf every once in a while when you want to revisit it, and then put it back reverently. Like don't go. <laughs> we want more money. Well, now, people say I the same. All, people I'm say the same thing about Star Wars. Oh, I'm totally okay if they remake. Like, I if they if they remade four, five, and six, you'd be okay with that. I would four, five, and six in a different style. A different style. I would, I would like in to the see Disney them, style. I would like to see them remake like four, five, and six in a animated style or an anime style. No, would live. But if it was live action, if it was live action, mm, I don't know. I. I I feel like you couldn't like. I feel like there would be a lot more appetite for the prequels, mm-hmm. even appetite for the sequels. But I, I just don't know if they could touch the originals. Mm. Um, I, I'd be curious if that was in the contract somewhere. Like, all right, do what you want. Does but we're can't touch these. so yeah. and just to to reorganize back us to the, the conversation. We're talking about sequels, not remakes. Right, 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 right. right. But but I mean, like I I will sign up for a Dread Pirate Roberts series. Yeah. But as far as a sequel movie. <laughs> Leave Princess Bride where it is. Yeah. Just leave it. Um, but I will say for the sake of introducing uh, a new bit of information. So can I say something that has received a remake, but I've, I vehemently believe that it should not need a, it should not get a sequel nor be remade. Sure. I would say Ben-Hur. Oh yeah. I oh, think yeah. it is an absolute travesty that that movie was remade. Yep. Yeah. Like you're, you're not going to improve upon Charlton Heston. No, not his performance, not the original chariot race, which a dude died in and is still on screen. Yeah. Wow. I mean like just the, the, the scale again, like the scale, but also the story of Ben Hur. It's just classic. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't need a sequel. First off, I don't think there's a sequel to the original book anyway. So oh, jokes on you. Um, you'd have to original screenplay that crap. Um, but I, I just think it's such a good story in and of itself. It's got the full redemptive arc. Like you don't need to add anything to it. Right. Yeah. Nor do you need to remake it. Like there's just those movies out there, like gone with the wind that you're like, no, this is such a precious piece of cinema masterpiece that give it a reverence here. Yeah. Um, so I, I'd say I was going to say princess bride, but I will say you, you have me warmed up to a dread pirate Robert series. Yes. Um, but I, I, but I would draw the line at Ben Hur. I'd yeah. be like, Oh no. yeah, for sure. Series. No, no. Ben Hur is Ben Hur. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's my take. That's your take. All right. Well, if you want to hear the sequel to this episode, <laughs> it won't happen. <laughs> But uh, hey, thanks for riding along here with us. And Brett, so good to have you here in season three. Just want to say it again. Man, I love being here. <laughs> yeah, you this do. Is great. All right. Well, hey, if you want to give your sequels that you would like to see and the thing you would absolutely not like to sequel for, put it on our Discord channel. Join us there. Add to the discussion. And if you also want some bonus content, some other fun swag, join our Patreon. It's, it's, it's a great way to support the channel. We would really appreciate it. Yes, we would. So, hey, until next time. Until our next sequel, <laughs> we will catch you later, Dagum Nerds. See ya. Take care. Game over.